0: Welcome to the MarTech Podcast.
1: I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to discuss the evolution of the executive CMO role. Joining us is Neil Heckman, who is the founder of Breakfast Consulting, which was built on the foundation of being a true brand partner without the cost of a costly in-house hire. Neil's practice is built on the idea that most small companies need executive strategy, but don't need to manage the cost of hiring an in-house CMO right away. And from big box brands, startups, agencies, and more, Neil joins companies remotely as their intermediate CMO. And today, Neil and I are going to discuss the changing role of the executive CMO. All right, here's the first part of my conversation with Neil Heckman, the founder at Breakfast Consulting. Neil, welcome to the Martak Podcast.
2: Thanks for having me. I'm
1: excited to have you on the show. Excited to talk a little bit about, honestly, one of the more challenging times in my career. I was the first marketing hire at a venture-backed startup that had high aspirations of being the Uber for dry cleaning and laundry. And it was meant to be a billion-dollar company, and I was the marketer that was going to set the marketing strategy, run all the marketing campaigns, and basically make magic happen. And in my experience in this company, well, I was basically set up for failure because I was an experienced marketer and I was one of the more expensive headcounts in the company, but I didn't have a lot of resources. And it seems like this is a constant challenge. So talk to me a little bit about the role of the CMO. When does a company need a CMO and how is that role actually changing?
2: So. A couple of things. I think the role of the CMO is lofty and is often built on this idea that there's one person who can do everything from brand and growth and creative. That would be like saying there's only one person who needs to build a car or one machine that can build a car. The idea that one person is equal parts left, right brain, brand, creative, growth, is kind of a fallacy. And I think this idea is the focal point and impetus of some of the formation of breakfast consulting. So this idea that the initial alignment that sounds like you went through where there's this jack of all trades marketer who's going to be this rock star who can do everything doesn't necessarily always align with expectations. And then that puts the individual in the role in a little bit of a tricky place because they are naturally leaning toward one way or another.
1: People that are listening to this podcast can't see behind you, but you've got a guitar and you use the rock star metaphor. And I'm going to play with that for a little while. Let's hear it. Early stage startups, companies with high aspirations and growth are looking for their first marketers and they want to hire a marketing rock star. And the idea is it is, like you said, a jack of all trades, but a rock star doesn't play every instrument in the band. So why is that the expectations for early stage marketers that they're going to be able to be experts in everything from strategy. I'm going to see the entire playing field. I'm going to understand what marketing channels, what our brand strategies sh- should be, how to build our visual identities. And they're also going to be data experts and technology experts and have the networking chops to build partnerships. The rock star is expected to play the guitar, sing the song, play the drums, rip the tickets, pour the beer. Feels unfair to me. Why is that the expectation?
2: So I think a lot of it comes from this idea that startups are and need to be extremely nimble and precious with their headcount. If there's the possibility that you can have one person doing the job of three of four, then that is likely the way that startups will go. And I know that we'll Talk about this at another time, but I do think that is part of the reason why brands are going through the great resignation, why there's individuals who are really kind of spending less time in a role than they were originally planning on because they're experiencing burnout. And a lot of that was very much accelerated by the pandemic, by changes that are happening in the broader ecosystem and because it's a pretty hot hiring market right now. Brands that weren't doing super well over the pandemic are suddenly rearing their head. And brands that have already reared their head from a recovery post-pandemic are now kind of settling into this new world of, is this a baseline that we can expect post-pandemic? And every day, I feel like there's another story about this brand laid off another percentage of its workforce. This brand is doing it again. This brand is restructuring. And I think all of that kind of goes back to this broader point that Individuals are brought on under specific job description, they are adapting and changing with the brands more often than not, but there's still that belief that as brands change, as brands evolve, those individuals' skill sets and abilities are going to change. And that's not always the case.
1: Let's segment the landscape here for a second. I'm going to define a startup as a company that is looking for product market fit, probably has some funding, but is still trying to figure out what exactly their consumers want and how to attract them. A growth stage company is a company that has found product market fit, has a sense of who their customers are, what are some of the marketing channels are, and is now trying to pour fuel on the fire. And an enterprise scale company is a massive company that is looking to move beyond their core offering and increase their monetization efficiency. Talk to me with that segmentation about which one of those companies needs an executive marketer, like who actually needs a CMO? Is that something you need from the beginning when you're starting to scale or only at the executive level? Do you actually need a true executive marketer?
2: A couple of thoughts immediately come to mind. I think any brand going through change would benefit from either a fractional CMO resource or a full-time resource from somebody who had been there, who had already done it, who had led another brand through those changes. So if they're in that startup phase and looking to go into growth phase, then that brand could benefit from the addition, the strategy and overall vision that an experienced CMO either in a full-time capacity or a fractional capacity could bring. Similarly, I think going from growth phase to more of a, now that we've understood the marketplace, now that we've understood what our cap could be, how do we push those boundaries? How do we get to that enterprise phase? And I think within that vein is when that experienced CMO likely goes from a fractional resource to more of the full-time resource who can set the strategy for the next three to five years, understanding that you're gonna go through ups and downs, but overall having that degree of confidence that the individual will be able to hit business goals and contribute to business goals in an effective way and bring with him or her new strategies in order to do
1: so. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. What I'm hearing from you is that there is a spectrum of the amount of strategy work you need and therefore how much you need a true executive. I'm at an early stage startup. I need an executive to come in and set a marketing strategy for me and help my team, whoever the operators are going to be, to understand what our goals, what our targets are, and what they're testing to figure out success. I'm at a growth stage startup. I need someone to help me figure out how to scale marketing channels to grow to hopefully be an enterprise. Now I'm at an executive company, and now we need to start thinking about raising the ceiling and expanding, not necessarily just vertically, but horizontally as well. So you brought up the point that, well, sometimes you need a CMO for a little bit of time, and sometimes you need them for a long period of time. How do you think about the role of a fractional CMO as opposed to the purpose of an in-house CMO? When do you need somebody there full time?
2: In my experience, a full-time CMO is especially going to be focused on the broader strategy. That person may not get super excited about the idea of playing around in meta ads manager or trying to come up with tiktok influencers or being sort of in the weeds at the channel level
1: they sure like being on podcasts that i could tell you they do like to be on podcasts and i think that
2: is kind of the real role of a cmo to get the brand out there to be the figurehead as a brand voice to be Speaking on behalf of the brand, whether it's a marketing initiative or a new product or a new service or a new something, to be able to be very polished to put themselves out there as a brand representative, much more so than to be negotiating with a podcast vendor to get ads running. When I think about the differentiating elements, a full time CMO at any of those three facets of companies, either startups, growth, or enterprise needs to have a support system around him or her. And I think you're less likely to find that support system at a startup. Startups are scrappy. Startups are naturally trying to make those resources stretch a little bit further. The broader point of a startup needing a CMO is kind of moot at this point, in my honest opinion, in the sole capacity, because that person likely won't be interested in running the execution, running the strategy, doing a lot of the heavy lifting, in addition to the podcast appearances, the interviews with influencers who are going to help get the brand out there. And again, I think there are people who really can wear many different hats, but I think to the point that you were bringing up before, that leads to quick burnout. And as companies flex into different areas, there's always the opportunity that that skill set might no longer be what the brand needs or looking for.
1: When I had my experience, my last experience working at a J-O-B, job was the early stage startup I mentioned before. And my feeling was that the role had changed, right? I I was expecting to come into a growth stage startup and build a team and set the strategies and figure out what channels we should be operating, but get support as the organization grew. And it turned out not to be the case. So is that just my experience or has the role of the CMO, the the marketing leadership, the executive, whatever we're going to call it, is it changing? Are marketers being forced to be more operational or was that just an early stage startup, I was just in the wrong fit?
2: I think it is changing. And I have a couple of points, namely that the tenure of a CMO has never been shorter. And that's been reported by several outlets over the past couple of years. I don't remember what the latest was, but I believe it's been less than 18 months. And that's down a significant amount over the past 10 years. And I think the broader idea here is that CMOs are brought on, especially at the the startup level, because of their skills. And I think as brands evolve, those skills may not be what the brand needs anymore. So if you are in, to the point that we were talking about earlier, growth mode, and you bring on a CMO who is very, very good at acquisition strategy and retention and lifetime value and overall monetization... And then you feel like you're getting to a point where you want to maintain growth versus achieve new growth is very, very different and a different skill set you then need to shift toward retention tactics. You then need to shift toward broader brand messaging. You need to shift toward skills and tasks that are going to accomplish different things than being in the acquisition channels and the acquisition mindset all the time. And I think because of that, brands are changing every two to three to six months, whether it's from a priority lens or how they're showing up in the marketplace. It's tough for the person who's steering the ship from a brand voice and a brand marketing effort stance to really be able to adapt and change based on their own skill sets.
1: I feel like when I was early in my career, I always wanted to climb the mountain, wanted to get to the top. I wanted to be the lead executive in my field. I always thought I wanted to be a CMO. And then when I got into a marketing leadership role at a company... I realize that there's different hills, that you can be an executive at a small company, a medium-sized company, a large company. Those are dramatically different roles with dramatically different skill sets that are required. So when you're thinking about your career ambitions, your targets, it's not only figuring out what the title is, it's understanding the title at the type of company with the right responsibilities, the team, the leadership, and that mix is always evolving as well. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Neil Heckman, the founder of Breakfast Consulting. Join us again tomorrow when Neil and I continue the conversation talking about the great resignation and where companies got it wrong. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Neil, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter, where his handle is Mr. Neil Heckman. That's M-R-N-E-I-L-H-E-C-K-M-A-N. Or you can visit his company's website, which is breakfastconsulting.com.